Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in 1 Kings chapter uh, um, 4, verses 1 through, um, let's see, it's a whole chapter today, 1 through 34, and so let's go ahead and read the scripture. Solomon's Officials and Governors so King Solomon ruled over all the all Israel, and these were the chief officials: Azariah, son of Zadok the priest, Elaharef, and Ahijah, son of Shisha, secretaries; Jehoshaphat, son of Ahalud, recorder; Benaniah, son of Jehida, commander in chief; Zadok and Abathar, priests; Azariah son of Nathan, in charge of the district officers. Zabad, son of Nathan, priest, a priest and personal advisor to the king. Abishar, in charge of the palace. Adonaram, son of Abda, in charge of forced labor. Solomon also had twelve district governors over all Israel, who supplied provisions for the king and the royal household. Each one had to provide sub supplies for one month in the year. These are their names. Ben-Hur in, in the hill country of Ephraim. Ben-Decker in the Makaz Shalbim. Beth-Shemash and Elon Bethanan. Ben-Hezed in Ar Arabath Sakah, and all the lands of Hefer were his. Ben Amminadab in Nephoth Dor. He was married to Tephath, daughter of Solomon. Bana, son of Ahulud, in the Tanach of Megiddo, and, uh, and in all of Beth Shan, next to Zarethon, below Jezreel, from Beth Shan to Abel. Mahala, across to Jacobim, Ben Geber in Ramoth, Gilead. The settlements of Jair, son of Manasseh, and Gilead were his, and well, as well as the district of Argob in the Bashan, and in sixty large walled cities with bronze gates. Ahinadab, son of Ido, in Mahanam. Uh, Ahamaz in Naphtali. He had married Basemath, daughter of Solomon. Baina, son of Hashai, in, the, in Asher and in Alath. Jehoshaphat, son of Parah in Issachar. Shimei, uh, son of Allah, Elah in Benjamin. Geber, son of Uri in Gilead. The country of Sihon, king of the Amorites, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. He was the only governor over the district. Solomon's Daily Provisions The people of Judah and Israel were as numerous as the sand on the seashore. They, and Solomon ruled over all the kingdoms from the river to the land of the Philistines, as far as the border of Egypt. These countries brought tribute and were Solomon's subjects all his life. Solomon's Daily Provisions were 30 cores of fine flour and 60 cores of meal. Ten head of stall-fed cattle, 
20 pasture-fed cattle and 100 sheep and goats, as well as deer, gazelles, roebucks, and choice fowl. For he ruled over all the kingdoms west of the river, from Tipesha to Gaza, and has peace and had peace on all sides. During Solomon's lifetime, Judah and Israel, from Dan and Beersheba, lived in safety, each man under his own vine and fig tree. Solomon had 4,000 stalls for chariot horses and 12,000 horses. The district officials, officers, each in his month, supplied provisions for King Solomon and all who came to the king's table. They saw to it that nothing was lacking. They also brought to the to the proper place their quotas of barley and straw for the chariot horses and all and other horses. Solomon's wisdom. God gave Solomon wisdom and very great insight and breadth of understanding as measureless as the sand on the seashore. Solomon's wisdom was greater than the wisdom of all the men of the east and greater than all the wisdom of Egypt. He was wiser than any other man, including Ethan and Azrahite, wiser than Heman, Kalkal, and Darda, the sons of Mahal, and his fame spread to all the surrounding nations. He spoke 3,000 proverbs, and his songs numbered 1,005. He described plant life and the cedar of Lebanon to the hyssop that grows out of walls. He also taught about animals and birds, reptiles and fish. Men of all nations came to listen to Solomon's wisdom, sent by all the kings of the world who had heard all his wisdom. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Well, actually, um, we'll close in prayer soon. I am going to now go to the New Testament reading of the day. So hold on just a minute while we head over there. And... We're heading over there right now to the New Testament. And so, today we are in Hebrews uh, chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. The High Priest of a New Covenant is the title. Let's go ahead and begin. The point of what we are saying is this. We do not do have such a high priest who sat down at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven and who serves in the sanctuary, the true tabernacle set up by the Lord, not by man. Each high priest is point, appointed to offer both gifts and sacrifices. And so it was necessary for this one also to have something to offer. If he were on earth, he would not be a priest. For there are already men who offer the gifts prescribed by the law. They serve as a sanctuary that is a copy and shadow of what is in heaven. This is why Moses was warned when he was about to build the tabernacle. See to it that you make everything according to the pattern shown you on the mountain. But the misery Jesus had received is as superior to theirs as the covenant of which he is mediator, and superior to the one old one, and it is found on better promises. For there, if there was had been nothing wrong with the first covenant, no place would have 
been sought for another. But God found fault with the people and said, The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I had made with their forefathers, when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they did not remain faithful to my covenant, and I turned away from them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After that time, declares the Lord, I will put my laws in their minds and write them on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will know me, from the least of them to the greatest. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. By calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and aging will soon disappear. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. I ask that your will be done. Thank you for dying on the cross for us, Lord, and giving us a new covenant where we no longer have to rely on works to get to heaven, Lord. But we now rely on you alone. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.